Hey y'all. We are back for another TTT. Yes. Tip of town of the T, yes. the triple T. I already know. Whatever the fuck y'all want to call <laughs> We back though. Yes, we are. And if you don't know, if it's your first time uh, joining us, welcome to this podcast. Um, yes. It's just following two creatives here in Tinseltown, also known as L.A., uh, trying to make our way into a writer's room, get our movies made, get our TV shows made, network, all the things um, mm-hmm. so that we can have a long-lasting writing career in television. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So yes, this ma'am. week, we are gonna do our would you rather we're bringing that back but also we're gonna go through the news because we miss doing the news with our um special quarantine editions we've been going straight to the main segments so Mm. sometimes we give you like last time we gave you a whole bunch of um ways to brainstorm to help keeping the creativity flowing sometimes scripts Sometimes uh, we have guests on from time to time, and sometimes we just hand out like much needed resources, help with writing, whether it's networking, whether it's you know new things that we found that is like helpful to us in our writing experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. So today I got the would you rather. Now, um, I try to keep it quarantine related. I know for me the stress of uh everything always affects my hair so a couple of locks have jumped out of my head like they're just oh, Lord. like they've given up on life but that's okay hopefully once um the saloons are reopened um <laughs> i can go get them reattached them they'll grow and my hair will bounce back and i'm taking the time to do all the self-care things i need drinking all the water mm-hmm. chewing on them biotin pills like they tic tacs you know, everything. So, would you rather lose all your teeth or all your hair? Hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I can lose that hair, child. Hair will always grow back. Yeah. That's what wigs is for. <laughs> that part. The yeah. lace fronts they got these days. So, yeah, my hair. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, is that just created a hair you just created a hairline okay yeah like hairlines are created and molded these days so <laughs> yeah bye hair <laughs> yeah nice no. knowing your child i'm with you i think it'd be cheaper if i lost my hair i could afford to re- like you say get a lace front all that mm-hmm. replace all your teeth i'm gonna need like two three four five six seven eight jobs <laughs> just to yeah. save up Anything involving teeth is Ooh. expensive as hell. It's so expensive. I was like, yeah, I just, I, I'll spruce up the shake and go if it gets really bad. The shake and go with, <laughs> but you know, most of the time you can get like a really good quality. Shake yeah. and go, child. <laughs> you, can, you can get a really good, you know, quality way where you're looking like, you know, the video vixen of somebody's, you know, music video. Mm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man, teeth is so hard to oh. just to come by. Teeth oh, is so hard to come by. True. <laughs> well, thankfully, wigs are on Amazon now. They got that prime shipping, so you can just shoot, 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 have and your wig. Okay. Shoot. And if I don't have find somebody to install it, install a, 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 a what are those tracks? 
Yeah, you do yeah. tracks, the wig, whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, and our people have like mastered <laughs> like yes <laughs> hair techniques like oh Dude, the white folks getting hit now too oh, so well say that say that that is you know, okay. they say we're the only ones who wear wigs oh, so that's yeah. what they be saying Mm-mm. but we all know it's a lie it's true <laughs> true child all righty so now we're gonna move into main segment um and we're just gonna do the news since we haven't been hitting y'all with the news a whole bunch of stuff has been going down in the world of black and brown creatives so we just about to hit you with whatever so anything that's happened in the last month or so pertaining to black and brown news we gonna not all of it but we're gonna give you you know good little chunks good little highlights that's right of the news so I will start it off with, um, this is off from Shout on Acts, by the way, which is our fave yes. publication highlighting black and brown entertainment news in the industry of mostly film and TV, sometimes music, but mostly film and TV. Mm-hmm. All right. So I will start with the five, D-A, oh. five bloods, <laughs> the five bloods. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a Spike Lee film starring our, uh, Wakandan King, uh, Chadwick Boseman. So it is set for a release date now at Netflix and they say that it will be dropping on June 12th. Um, so it follows Vietnam veterans who go back to the jungle Mm -hmm. to find their lost innocence Mm -hmm. and put their broken selves back together. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so it sounds like a little dramatic. It sounds like some drama, some, you know, some good old drama from Mr. Spike Lee. So at first I thought it was going to be some type of action shit, but it sounds very dramatic. Sounds like a very self-reflective type, you know, movie. Um, Stars Chad Bozeman, Paul Walter Hauser, Norm Lewis, Delroy Lindo, and Jonathan Majors. Oh, nice. So yeah, y'all should definitely check that out. So he co-wrote, or Spike Lee co-wrote the screenplay with Black Klansman writer Kevin Wilmot. Okay. Um, which I believe didn't they win a something an Oscar? Yeah, for a Black for the writing mm-hmm. for that movie. So I think it was all right. His first. Yeah, it was his first yeah, Oscar. Was like Jumped on the during stage. Yeah, that was adorable though. But um, <laughs> yeah, so he got his award-winning partner with him mm-hmm. for this. So it's probably going to be good. Um, the original story is from Danny Bilson and Paul DeMeo, who re with rewrites from Matthew Billingsley for the writers who want to know all that stuff. Okay. And uh, it's his first. It's Spike Lee's first feature at Netflix. Which oh, I guess the know. first one he did was just the series. The she's gotta have yeah. it. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's gotta have it. Um, but it's his first feature film, which I thought he did some um, movie with kids and time traveling. But I guess that wasn't him. Oh yeah, I think you're right. I I think he might have maybe oh, he, he executive produced that, that. No, that makes sense. He might have. Um, I wonder what they're defining as his, right? So maybe if if he like help executive produce, but really the maybe like the rights belong to like the writer, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, so I guess, yeah, he only had a hand in producing that one. But um, you can watch it on Netflix, too. It's called See You Yesterday, Support Black Children's. So, yeah, duh, duh, Five Bloods, releasing on June 12th. Give it a, a whirl. Mm-hmm. Give it a little watch. It has our Condon King, Chadwick Boseman up in there. So, you know, I will be tuning in regardless. Regardless, like, regardless. So, <laughs> I'm there. June 12th. See you there on Netflix. <laughs> I'm going to be there. So that's great. Yeah. You know, I'm there. So. Mm. Ugh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, next in the news, um, this again uh, is from Shadow and Act. And um, as you know, if you heard of this little award winning uh, theater. <laughs> play called Hamilton, created by uh, the Lin-Manuel Miranda. And if you haven't heard of it, it follows the life of one of our presidents, uh, Hamilton, and um, they put his life into a hip hop musical, if you will. It was ridiculously successful in a way of reviving the way we see Broadway and all of that stuff. Um, Kind of shot uh, Lin-Manuel to the mainstream. And Disney's Mm -hmm. like, hey girl, hey, um, we know you're making this into a movie. Let's release this earlier. So that's what they're doing. Um, Hamilton movie will arrive on Disney Plus in July, a year earlier than expected. So the film version of uh, the play will be out sooner. Um, it was set for 2021, um, and the taping of it's the taping of the original stage production, and it will now be 2020 summer. So this was like a major, major hit. I mean, Lin Manuel has gone on to do Moana. A whole bunch of other stuff that just and, uh what's the name mary poppins mary oh yes and mary poppins so he's ridiculously talented and considered like one of like one of the hottest and one of our modern like creatives of our time to go into a space as broadway love it and like bring the diversity of culture to a story that is predominantly very white but <laughs> created a story that's like so so iconic that it's 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 ridiculous like i still have not seen hamilton i know i know the soundtrack that's weird (laughs) like that's not normal (laughs) that's not a normal occurrence um but it shows his talent and it shows that disney is like hey um quarantine no quarantine let's go ahead and release this (laughs) let's let's go ahead and have this out on disney plus Um, yeah let's get these checks going because look (laughs) so yeah so you can find that again summer of 2020 july to be exact um david diggs is in it um jonathan Goff as king george um christopher jackson as george washington i mean yeah all these great um and also let's support the actors on broadway and theater sometimes we forget like theater is a very you know great and hopefully post quarantine we can enjoy some of these things once more um with social distancing okay (laughs) safely okay um so yeah hamilton on disney plus in july yes love it i will probably actually get to watch it because i'm like i don't have time to be fighting for a ticket when it was out so let's not be now i can watch it (laughs) come on access to the rest of us right now i ain't got the time for that all right so shout out to hamilton disney is smart Mm. One thing they they don't play about is them coins. So okay. we know they had to do it. Okay. 
All right, so next we have something very exciting, a teaser for a new YA drama, South African YA drama coming to Netflix. It's called Blood and Water. Nice. So it is um, Netflix's second script-to-screen original series following, or there's, I guess their second South African script-to-screen original series following Queen Sono. Um, and I like Queen Sona. And the Cape Town set series is from the award-winning South African director. Ooh, I might butcher your name. Sorry, Nosifo Dumisa. Hmm. Nice. All right. So the official description for it is at Parkhurst College, a prestigious inner-city school for Cape Town's elite scholars and academic overachievers, will follow the exploits of the intelligent proactive and impulsive 16-year-old Puleng Kumalo as she engineers her transfer to the school to investigate the 17-year-old cold case of her abducted at-birth older sister she's never met. Mm. Wow. Okay. All right. So sounds like, okay, I'm in. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, I will give it a whirl. Yes. So um, if you want to watch the teaser, you can just go on YouTube, type in Blood and Water official teaser, and it'll show up. The teaser makes it seem very, like, snappy and fast and fun and exciting. It's very YA, so um, just be aware. But uh, it, it sounds like it's something I'm going to give a whirl, you know? Got to support. We always got to support. Yeah. So it stars other young South African actors and actresses so um it's very exciting to see this coming into fruition because about damn time so uh, honestly yeah shout out to you netflix one thing i'll say about netflix is they'll they always they're they on it with the with the diversity yeah. stuff so yep. out of everybody i would say they're uh they're doing some things i agree especially when it comes to international like mm -hmm. viewing and watching like not just like there's a big, a been, I think a really good big explosion in anime, which is cool to watch and see yeah. a lot of those stories coming from Japan. But like when it comes to original stories from the, like Africa, the continent and the different countries there, definitely Netflix has had a, like a bigger space, I will say, in, in bigger, yeah, stake in the game on that. So I'm, I'm always here for um, a black coming yes. to story, period. I don't care what, what country's from. I'm, I'm blank. I'm not watching it. I'm putting it on the background so it gets the streaming numbers at least. <laughs> right? At least. <laughs> at least that. So yeah, y'all check that out. I mean, they don't have a release date, but it is called Blood and Water. So just check out, look out for it. Um, I'm sure it'll pop up on your whatever the fuck that's called, your queue under newly added, newly released. So uh just check out or wait for it, guys. Check oh. out the teaser on YouTube. Nice. Get into it. All right. So next in the news, the community cast will reunite, um, including Donald Glover. So, um, yeah. So Community was a uh, television show that centered around these students that went to this community college. It was on NBC and it was created by Dan Harmon and um, Donald Glover was in it. Uh, Joel McHale, Allison Brie. Jillian Jacobs, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. Shout out to her. She's a great actress. And so, yeah, yeah. they're coming back. They're going to be back on May 18th. So we're going to drop um, on Wednesday. So 
Uh, by the time you hear it, it's already, it should already be out. And um, it's gonna be a virtual table read with the Q&A questions created to support coronavirus uh, relief. Um, and so mm -hmm. Donald Glover, if you didn't know, he left the series in the fifth season. So all the castmates will be there. They're gonna read from season five episode. It's called Cooperative uh, Polygraph. And the reading will start at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time to 3, 4, 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Sony's Pictures TV community YouTube page. So check it out on YouTube. Again, this is uh, May 18th. Um, and hopefully it'll still be up there um, by the time you hear this. And yeah, the reading of the Q&A will benefit the World Central Kitchen created by Chef Jose Andres and Frontline Food. So it's glad that they're coming together to reunite and do something um, positive, especially in this time of need. And I think yeah. a lot, uh, I believe there was the, uh, not community, but the Parks and Recs reunion that was on Hulu. Oh, yeah, yeah. People can check that the out. Office oh. reunited too. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like, virtual reunions that are happening. I'm not sure if those other ones were connected to any charitable sources. I'm sure they are, but this one is, and it's a, it's a good way to just watch and yeah. support and help out. And uh, also see Donald Glover. Can't wait for uh, Atlanta to be back, sir. Uh, I know you're busy out <laughs> here being great, but also mm -hmm. get to work. So, you know, take your time, but hurry. Visionary up. and whatnot or whatever. Yeah, all of that. So yeah, that's that. All right. And hopefully it will still, I mean, I don't see why they would take it off, but hopefully it'll still be up by the time y'all hear this. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a good cause, good reason. So I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. All right. Next. So we have report and rumblings that an Ironheart Marvel series about Riri Williams is rumored for Disney plus. Oh. So if you guys don't know who Riri Williams is, I will get into it in a little bit. Um, so this is an exclusive report from the Cinema Spot um, saying that allegedly this would be in development at Disney Plus and Marvel Studios. It, the report states that the targeted shooting date is slated to be sometime in 2021 because, hello, we really can't shoot right now, now can we? Um, so an Ironheart film script written by Jada Rodriguez was published on the Blacklist in 2018. So Congrats. Yeah, I'm guessing they took Sister's script from the blacklist mm -hmm. and uh, they are saying they want to do it. So it's said to follow Riri Williams, who is a 15-year-old engineering genius who is a student at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. Oh, wow. She was inspired by Tony Stark and the prestigious, pre prodigious, or prestigious, the prodigious teen builds a suit based on Iron Man's armor and adopts the nickname Iron Heart. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, in the picture, it has a black girl with a fro child and some big hoops. So I'm guessing that's who Miss Riri Williams is. Um, if these reports are confirmed, it would just be one of the many Marvel series to be in development at Disney+, Plus, um, as they are set to release other Marvel series, such as WandaVision, I don't know what that is. And the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, okay. So I think Falcon is uh, Anthony Mackie's character, I believe. And then Winter Soldier is Bucky, who was Captain America's friend or whatever, who turned evil and now he's good. I don't know what. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I believe you're right. I am not good with the Marvel Universe. Don't at me or write me. It's just not my ministry. I do like the movies. I was there for Wakanda. But I believe what you are saying is correct. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, I got little bits and pieces here and there. I know all the black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I believe Falcon <laughs> is is the black character. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, y'all look out for that. That sounds amazing. I'm not sure if Rue Williams is like a real Marvel character from like the comics or whatever, or something that this writer um crafted up. Either way, I will be giving it a whirl once it mm-hmm. comes out. I mean it's rumored, but usually the rumors you know, um, they come from somewhere. They ain't baseless. So um, let's hope that it's not a rumor and it's actually will be confirmed soon because we need this type of content out. We need to see a young, brilliant, talented, 15-year-old Black MIT student That's um, out there doing their thing and making wow. her own Iron Man suit. I think that's dope and that's cool because Iron Man is one, actually one of my faves. Yeah. Um, in the whole MCU besides, obviously, the Black characters. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I I am down for this and I'm excited. And if this actually gets confirmed, we will be yeah. letting y'all know. Congrats to her. Getting on the blacklist is not easy. So yeah, go off, sis. And actually having somebody like take it and be like, you know, this shit good. I want to do something with this. Yeah. That's that's a lot. That's very that's good, girl. Yes, get that good. thing. Very very good. All right, next, um, showrunner Ben of Corey Jones launches virtual TV pilot writing workshop. So, if you don't know, uh, television writer, producer, and showrunner Ben Corey Jones has announced a virtual television pilot writing workshop at Ben the Writers Room for underrepresented writers of color and LGBTQ plus storytellers. So, um, the workshop will allow new writers to train and equip themselves with expertly crafted scripts that meet current industry standards and also serve as a viable calling card to forge their path as professional writers. So as we witnessed during this current transitional, and this is a quote from uh, Ben Curry Jones, he says, as we witnessed during this current transitional moment in our lives, stories have power. They have the power to bring us together even when we're forced to be distanced and miles apart. Because of that, now more than ever, studios, networks, and television tastemakers are all looking for one thing, original voices. So here are the criteria um, if you uh, want to apply for this. Um, Basically, applicants must be a writer of color or an LGBTQ plus writer. Applicants must be over the age of 25, and applicants must also have uh, never been paid or garnered uh, profits on professional writing of any capacity. So this is really for the for the newcomers. So this started uh, May 8th. And so you can find applications on www.bendthewritersroom.com. And we'll share this in the description too, so that you guys um, have it. Um, and you just submit a one-page bio, um, a one-paragraph synopsis of the pilot based on um, a real-life experience. Uh, the writer must also specify the show type whether you're doing half hour, uh, hour long comedy, all that stuff. And the ideal network for your concept. Um, also, you have mm-hmm. to add your resume. So it's not bad, actually. Um, most places where you have to apply, they want a whole spec. They, they, mm-hmm. This is asking for a bio, an idea, and your resume. So That's it's it. not even, yeah, it's not even that bad. Um, so if you don't know uh, from Jones's work, uh, excuse me, Ben Curry Jones, I mean, put some respect on his name, his full name. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> so uh, he's the co-creator of BET's uh, Boomerang and the Showrunner. Um, uh, of course, it was created by uh, Lena Waithe, but she gave him the opportunity to showrun, go off, sir. 
Um, he's also been a consulting producer for Games People Play, and he's written and produced on Insecure. So his resume. Yes. Uh, oh, he's also done writing for The Underground, which was a great, mm-hmm. um, a great show. I wish it was picked up again. But um, yeah, so he has uh, extensive knowledge in the industry, and yeah, he's Love that guy. Let's go ahead and apply, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's super easy to apply. I'm like looking at it right now, and I've followed Ben Corey Jones' career for a, a minute now. So this is exciting to see like his growth. So now he's being able to do something like this for writers. So guys, apply. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. Hurt. Juice Rice not asking for too much. I yeah. mean, he's asking for a bio, a synopsis. You obviously have to have an idea. With our last episode, you can generate a good mm-hmm. idea. Um, a resume, and even if you don't have much experience in the industry, I mean, I'm guessing he just wants to see like what have you done? Have you done anything like just working wise? I mean, don't be discouraged if you don't have industry experience because it's yep. obviously for beginners. Mm-hmm. I would just submit every just a resume. Mm-hmm. Um, a link to an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Come on now, it's that's easy. Copy and paste, child. Come on. So y'all, yeah, y'all better stop playing and apply. Yeah. <laughs> get in there. Just try. just just that's get all. in there. Yeah, because hey, he's he's had he's had quite a bit of experience. Um, and uh, he's been doing the damn thing for years. So so exciting for you, Ben. I'm happy yeah. for you. Get it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so next we have How to Get Away with Murder. I'm sure you guys and gals have heard that it is coming to an end. Child goes out with a bang. It's had its largest audience since 2018. So if you don't know what How to Get Away with Murder is, it is another Shondaland, um, right? It's Shonda, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Another Shondaland show. <coughs> Ooh, child. Um, it came out, I don't know when it came out, child, but it came out a couple years ago, stars Viola Davis and a lot of other talented folks up in there. Um, have, and a lot of people have gotten like big from that show. Absolutely. Aja, Naomi King, I yes. believe she's in there, oh, killing the game, household name now, y'all know who she is. Yep. Um, Rom- Romy Flynn, he's fine. That's the only time. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm not around. Um, also, Liza Well from Gilmore Girls is up in that thing. I like oh, her. Yeah. I like Gilmore Girls. I don't know she's in there. Um, okay, good. Good for her. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's uh, doing the thing. And uh, Matt McGorry from what's that thing called? Orange is New Black. Yep. So it has some pretty talented folks up in there, and uh, it came to an end, and it drew numbers, okay? I mean, it drew the biggest numbers for the series since 2018. The finale brought in 3.24 million total viewers. Wow. Um, yeah. So when the rest of the numbers come in, I think that was just an estimate. Yeah. It could potentially be the largest audience since March 2018, um the series also scored the best in its demographic in over a year earning a 0.7 rating among adults 18 to 49 wow. and it had its largest live same plus same day ex- or audience for a while wow, so that. it began in 2014 sorry i didn't have that number and uh yeah you can catch up on it i'm guessing hulu would have it netflix probably i don't know if netflix got it I mean, they probably would because they have. I believe you're right. I believe it is Hulu. Let me double check on them. Yeah, so Jules will double check that so I don't steer y'all wrong. But um, I definitely believe it's worth a watch. I mean, I haven't kept up with it, but 
the guys and gals love it y'all and uh, as you can see the finale was very well received and folks are really going to be sad that it will be off the air so y'all catch up on it if you haven't um been catching up on it if you've never heard of it go ahead and give it a give it a whirl if you're into like isn't like legal like legal type drama stuff yeah yeah so um, it takes place in a uh a law school in philadelphia and Annalise Keating yeah. plays this like infamous like teacher, oh, excuse me, who is like known for like being ruthless when it comes to her cases and winning everyone. But of course, there's a murder, and we have to find mm-hmm. out who mm-hmm. and how to, it's gotten away with. Yes, hence the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the uh, character that Viola Davis plays, um, I'm what I like about it is she's known for being a very complex character. And it's a black woman at that, and she is like the lead character. So we, it's exciting to see series that have black women in the lead, and they are complex and layered. Child, that's what we need in our characters. Yes. So um, I definitely think it is worth the watch, guys, because hey, we we need to see stuff like that. So if you didn't catch the finale. You can find it on uh, one of them streaming services. Yes, yes. It's they got on, it for you. I think it's on both Hulu and Netflix, which I'm so surprised. Okay, but, so they both want the bag. Yeah, okay. so, but I say go straight to the Hulu one because I know Disney mm-hmm. owns Hulu. So you'll probably, depending on what streaming uh, package you have, you can also see the most mm-hmm. recent one, depending if you want to pay with the no commercials and it's like mm-hmm. watching cable or whatever. Um, okay. I'm not about that life, so... I'm just going to um, watch whatever they put out on the version that I own. Gotcha. Yeah, but it's available. Hey, not mad at that, child. Okay. Sweet. All right, so next up, um, this is some cool news. Questlove and Black Thought Inc. first look deal with Universal Television to develop series and specials. So if you don't know, um, Black Thought and Questlove are part of The Roots, which is a band um, now most people uh, know from being on Jimmy Kimmel, not Jimmy Kimmel, excuse me, Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show, um, being the house band there. But um, for a lot of big musical heads or people who love music know that they have been um, a hip hop, uh, I would say band out of Philly for a long time. Um, They've been blessed for a long time. And Questlove is really considered like, the go-to talented like DJs, drummers, like musicians, like honest, I would say of our time, honestly. Um, so yeah, the deal will cover the development of specials as well as scripted and unscripted programming across TV and digital content platforms. This expands the Roots' already influ- influential relationship with NBC, which spans over 10 years, starting with their work as a house band of The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon, where Questlove is also the musical director. So yeah, we're going to see a whole bunch more from them. Um, They're, you know, creative geniuses, and um, I cannot wait to see what they're going to put out. I know we've talked about um, there was a Black Woodstock, so Questlove uh, was directing a film um, that was the, it's like this historic Black music event. Um, so I can't wait to, to see that. I believe that's coming out on Netflix. Don't quote me. But yeah, so that's already in the works and now we're going to get more from them. So honestly, I'm super excited. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Love Questlove. And I, yeah, I'm excited to see what they got. Questlove, he just be getting to his bags, child. I'm, I'm just getting him for real. Yeah. 
Because I feel like he just never stops. He never stops, child. And I love it. Truly. And I know that Black Thought is a real lyricist, but honestly, mm-hmm. I just love his beard. I just really <laughs> want to get up in there and just, you know, <laughs> rearrange some things. Yeah, that's all. That's truly all I want to do. But yeah, so yeah, can't wait for the stuff that they bring out. Yes, it's going to be really amazing. And we will be tuned different in. All right. Where am I at? All right. So this is a very uh fun and interesting story that we have. So Raven Simone reveals that she hasn't spent any of her Cosby show earnings. Mm-hmm. So that child was on Cosby's. She joined the Cosby show in 1989 at three years old. And uh, she still generates money and residuals and royalties from the show. Um, but due to the fact that she's had multiple bags, I mean, she has never had to spend any of the Cosby show money and still has it saved. So, first of all, what? <laughs> That's, huh? crazy. That's crazy. So, I just, I just don't know what to say except sis. <laughs> Like how, just how, first of all, that's a testament to how much she's been working. Like we all know Raven Simone for the most part. Um, she's had Disney money for years. And the fact that she has had so many other bags that she hasn't even had to touch her childhood bags. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. And, um, the fact that she still is like, yeah, I'm, I don't got to touch it. Like, it's fine. Like I have it saved. That's, that's just a testament to her financial acumen and her, um, willpower child. Cause look, Mm -hmm. I ain't got it. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I'm actually really impressed with that. I, I, I truly am. Me too. For sure. Like, that's wild. I feel like as a child, she was like, you know what? One day there's going to be a pandemic. Let me put this money aside. I'm like, dang girl, you've been yeah. here. <laughs> oh my God. Like one day I, this will happen and we will be broke, but not me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I'm the parents. But not yeah. Like Shout, yeah. I was like, very smart. Because y'all some smart motherfuckers. Like, y'all really smart out here. Mm-hmm. To have taught her just how to move her money so swiftly. Mm-hmm. And just so, so smart. So, HL, I am scared of her. Mm-hmm. And girl, don't ever spend that money. <laughs> Let it sit there. I mean, shoot. Okay. She in the position of making so much money where she ain't even got to think about it, y'all. Then go ahead and keep it there. Okay. And shout out to you because I, I used to love me some Raven, so that's my girl. <laughs> awesome. Well, congrats to her. Show us your ways. Um, next, um, Tyler Perry to resume production at studio in July with coronavirus safety precautions. So, you know, with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and places yeah, reopening yeah. at different times, you know, the industry is really thinking about how it needs to reopen. So Tyler Perry, you know, he's, he's been, um, quoted in variety. Um, and this article I'm reading is actually from shadow and act like we always do, but, um, you know, he has some shows renewed from BET. So he has two shows uh, that premiere. They're going to be renewed. So congrats to him, the oval and sisters, and, um, yeah. they're going to continue production on the two series. So variety has confirmed 
that um, they'll start the production on Sisters July 8th and um, the Oval will start production on July 28th. And they're saying, um, basically, they plan on doing everything by the book. And this is according to Tyler okay. Perry. So they're putting in um, precautions that says he will use his personal private um, plane to fly cast members from New York and L.A. to Atlanta, where most of the cast uh, for both series are already located. And um, cast members who fly uh, will be tested for COVID-19 beforehand. And all members of the cast and crew will be tested again and wait for uh, the four-hour um, time period for results before they are officially clear um, to start filming. So testing will also be okay. taking place four times across the duration of the two and a half weeks. So they're really like taking those precautions and being serious and you know, working to make sure those tests are available. So I think that's good if you're gonna do it, like do what you can to like, you know, make sure that everyone is safe and everyone's being tested and mm -hmm. that you can move forward. And so we'll see how everything goes again, like, this is all new to everyone, so this is going to be a test case. But I mean, yeah, he's doing everything that he can, which includes taking his his private funds and flying actors out. Because you know, first time, I mean, you just because you see people on TV doesn't mean they 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 are financially set. Mm. That's not how that works. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad <laughs> that he's going ahead and taking his funds and and making sure his people are good cast and crew as well because um, that's super important a lot of times we forget the people behind the scenes who make the things happen because all we see is in front of the camera but it's yeah. a whole whole team so um, hopefully everyone stays safe and they mitigate any chance of you know transmission of this crazy virus and that you know mm -hmm. we get back to creating again um, in a safe way so yeah we'll see yes. what happens yeah I mean I am Happy for him that he is, you know, trying to, you know, create jobs and bring people back to the workforce. So, doubts out to him. But yeah, stay safe though and keep the precautions, child. Mm -hmm. We can wave, okay? We'd have had enough. I think we'd have had a little enough. So, you know, stay, stay safe. All right. So, what is my next thing? All right. So, for all you niggas out there that. <laughs> Damn movie paid in full <laughs> that starred Wood Harris, Mackay Pfeiffer, Cameron, Regina Hall, and uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. So, um, yeah, y'all niggas love this movie. Um, so y'all be happy to hear that Cameron he hinted that a sequel could be coming soon, okay. but you know, it's Cameron, so you know, he could be lying or he could be just playing, but hey. Mm -hmm. I don't think he would just say that because, you know, y'all niggas will go crazy mm -hmm. when y'all hear this information. So, um, yeah, he said on his Instagram live, which I don't know how, you know, reputable that is, that one of his friends <laughs> is now the head of Dimension Films. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was once ran by now disgraced producer Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. The most mm -hmm. disgusting man to walk this earth. Well, one of the most disgusting mm -hmm. men to walk this earth. Because there's a lot more disgusting men than him. He's pretty gross. Um, so now one of Cameron's friends is now the head of Dimension Films. And that is a company that was behind the original Paid in Full. And Cameron has said that talks have now been underway the last few months. I'm doing air quotes. Um, mm -hmm. About making a follow-up. 
And he's also, or Cameron also added that he's been asked about the film several times. Mm. So um, yeah, I'm not going to say his actual quote. I'm just going to say some version, but yeah. For y'all niggas that love you some paid and food, y'all better uh, get ready for a sequel that could be coming out. And for y'all who've never heard of it, I'll just give a little synopsis. It's on Netflix, I believe. It was on Netflix. You know how they be taking shit, but just type it in and see if it's on there. So it's a film set in 1980s during, or some films set in New York during the 1980s, chronicling the story of Ace, who's played by Wood Harris, who's one of my faves, very underrated actor, by the way, mm. who quickly becomes a huge player in the city's drug racket, only to become at odds with his conscience. So it's based on the real lives of friends, AZ, Faison, Alpha, Martinez, and Rich Porter, which I'm guessing are some people in new york mm-hmm. who were in the game yeah the i think az might have been a rapper but don't oh he's a rapper okay. I think so, back in the day but i could be i could be completely wrong though that's all good yeah i'm like i don't know none of people but i'm guessing they was in the, the little game up there so um yeah i mean yeah if y'all are into that go ahead and look out for that sequel could be coming soon i don't know if they're gonna do because that came out so long ago but hey do something child I'm bad. All right, shoot. And I might check out the original, too. I was like, oh, I need to watch that. Um, all right, congrats. See how that comes through. Next up in the, the news, uh, Methuselah, Michael B. Jordan film, finds its director. So, Warner Brothers' <laughs> upcoming film, Methuselah, which has Michael B. Jordan set to star, has found its director. Uh, Danny Boyle, uh, he is known for his work with Slumdog Millionaire. He'll direct the uh, picture. And um, Simon uh, Bufoy, forgive me if I fuck that up, forgive me, sir, will write the latest version of the script, which has gone through several rewrites over the years. So um, interesting. Um, So basically what they said was that Jordan uh, was first attached to the film last year. Tom Cruise was originally attached. And so basically the original concept of the film was based on the Biblical story of a man who lived to be 969 years old. But sources say that has changed. Oh, Jesus. And the creative team is now approaching the plot differently. Yeah. So now the idea is that uh, Michael B. Jordan will play a man who has managed to survive hundreds of years without showing a physical sign of aging. Um, in that time, he has accumulated vast um, intellectual knowledge. Uh, for multiple languages to the sciences as well as um, survival skills. So this was, they quoted that from Deadline. And so Michael B. Jordan will uh, produce the project um, with his outlier uh, company, Outlier Society Banner. Um, And then of course with Alana Mayo, who is also a part of, who's the head of production over at um, Outlier Society, which is his production company. So yeah, we get to see that. I grew up in church. I don't remember the story of Methuselah, but I'm sure it was told to me. I don't know I how heard that damn name. Nine hundred year old man. <laughs> so I was like, "What?" That's yeah, that's like, like the oldest person in the Bible or whatever. That is like, I was like, "That's unnecessary." Like that's like nine hundred sixty. Like just let him go to a thousand years. Like what are we like? Even right. now, I'm gonna stop at nine hundred. <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah. So that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see um what he does Wait. with this and how this comes out. Go ahead. Is Michael Jordan playing Methuselah? Michael B. Jordan. Yep. 
Okay. I believe okay, so. Methuselah. Um, <laughs> I believe Methuselah is the name of the man that is 969 years old. Like, okay. That sounds like someone who is 969 years old. Yeah. Methuselah. <laughs> like, what? Child. Yeah, you sound like you've been around for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will be saying that. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if Jesus makes a um, a cameo, but it's probably Old Testament. That's all. I don't know. And if he do, he better be played. Okay, yeah, we have to be accurate if we're gonna do it, right? Because y'all not finna sit here and put no damn white Jesus when y'all know he was not white. He, he was probably not, if you want to. He was not that. <laughs> he was not. How that. you live? How you live over there? And you white? <laughs> okay. Yeah. There has to be some melanin, or you're not surviving. Period. Yeah. Or you are bit dead, okay, <laughs> and not rising. But he he rose. He is risen. So shoot, he is risen. Y'all better put some respect. <laughs> but yeah, I will be <laughs> tuning in. I thought I would never see Michael B. Jordan in a biblical tale, mm. but uh, yeah, okay. You better keep your shirt on. It, rem- it reminds me a little bit of like, uh, there was a Denzel Washington movie. I think it was called Book of Something. I forget. Book of Eli? Yeah, Book of Eli. Kind of reminds me of that. Um, but maybe it's not like a dystopian type of uh, future. Um, so it'll be interesting where they said it and how they put it all together. Um, all right, but congrats and, you know, Abby does support and hopefully you know, we can, you know, disinfect the shit out of these theaters and maybe see it in person. Who knows? But that's yeah, okay. We if also not, it will go on Amazon probably. Okay. And we'll do it. They movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I think this is, yep, our last story of the day. Um, and it is about Insecure. Which is just dropped. It's season four. Well, didn't just drop, but season four started back in April, and I need to get caught up, y'all. So I don't know much about what's going on. I, I do from the the um, social medias, mm-hmm. but um, I don't have my own opinion yet. So, yeah, season four dropped, and apparently there has been a lot of focus on the relationship between Molly and isa mm-hmm. and a lot of people have had enough of molly i've been hearing that a lot they say she been doing the most being petty mm-hmm. which i feel like molly has kind of always been that character in on character i mean it's not in on character. a surprise to me to hear that she's <laughs> acting like this because there are some things that she's said to isa mm-hmm. and done to isa i'd be like mm, girl i don't know about that yeah. um and even in the first i think it was the pilot episode she was jealous of her um, coworker for getting engaged so like yeah. she wasn't even, like happy for a coworker. so I feel like these traits have been kind of shown about Molly but I don't know I guess y'all haven't noticed <laughs> so y'all are surprised that um Molly is back on her bullshit mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm just gonna read uh I guess this little article about what happened on last um Sunday's episode spoiler alert for y'all who haven't watched including myself but whatever y'all get over it um, so the straw that broke the camel's back came after Molly accused Issa of being a liar. After Molly found out, Issa used Andrew, who is the Asian Bay, as a contact for her block party, something Molly expressly warned against doing. I don't really know the backstory. Like I said, I haven't been watching. Mm-hmm. But um, 
However, executive producer Prentice Penny thinks a lot of anger is overboard. So he said, y'all doing the most for being mad at Molly. Um, and here, and I'm going to put and put his little quote about why. So he said that you could argue that when Issa cheated on Lawrence, that was lying. Facts. Yep. Um, that was big facts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she wasn't, so when she isn't upfront with Molly, those are lies of omission. More facts. That's true. Um, that's kind of what lies of omission means. And it is shady for Issa to go around Molly to get Andrew to help her. I mean, like I said, I don't know the backstory because I haven't been watching, but um, what do you, th- you've been watching, right? Yes. yes. What do you I think about that? I, th- I think I can see where she's mad, like she, but I think she, how she approached talking to Issa about it. It's like one of those times where like, in the moment you see someone, it's like, you got to go talk to them right then and there. But it's Ugh, like, I hate that. I hate like, that. But we're at an, a, we're at a public event. <laughs> like, you know, it's something that she could talk to her later about and not like make, mm. make a scene about. And it, it, they did a good job of showing the buildup because there was a lot of buildup where they were off. They were, they admitted that they were off with each other. They, you know, they did and say, said things to each other, which was like, damn girl okay um so yeah but i didn't think Issa was that wrong honestly because she reached out to molly first molly was like nah i you know don't want to ask this guy to help you because like she's in a new relationship so she wants to like what i'm getting she wanted to protect it and just wasn't sure about helping Issa and also feeling the distance with Issa. and sometimes Issa can get very narrow-minded so like yeah. molly is like <laughs> doing something but Issa is so focused on the event she's like yeah girl cool 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 can you ask your bae to um hook me up so it's just like you don't even want to catch up like we're not even in a good place and you're already asking me to ask a big favor while I'm in this new relationship and so she kind of put a boundary up but Issa was like okay so she lost the artist so she I didn't think she did it sneakily she just went through somebody else to not try and mess up Molly's relationship. You know what I mean? Like she made it so that Molly wouldn't have to have her relationship, her, you know what I mean? In jeopardy, she just went through, I believe I could be wrong. Cause I need to rewatch the episode. She went through Nathan who they're back, you know, talking a little bit, um, but nothing too crazy so far. Um, but that needs to be addressed. I was like, that nigga needs, that need to be addressed. But anyways, um, he asked, he asked him, basically, um, his friend, uh, the Asian, Asian Bay. I don't know his real name. I just think he's fine. And, and no, his name's Andrew on the show. His real name is Alexander. Hodge. Andrew on the show, Alexander in real life. So fine. Oh my God. But he basically is like, he helped her. He was like, oh yeah, it was like nothing for him. He's like, I just sent one email and, and it happened. You know what I mean? But he didn't tell Molly. He just like was like, okay, that's done, no problem. He didn't think Molly would be mad that he's helping her best friend. He does, he doesn't know, okay. the, you know what I mean. So the context of the situation, right? It's very complex, and he was really nice. He was like, oh, I didn't know you would be mad about. It. I'm sorry, I didn't mean, you know, I don't. Basically, he was like, I don't want you to have beef with your friend because I helped her. Like that's not, that's not the situation. Why is she mad that? East is getting help though. Like, wouldn't you want your friend to get help? That's what I'm saying. But she felt like Issa was doing it around her back. But it's like you said you weren't gonna help her. So what? Okay. All right. Um, so 
everybody's mad at Molly. I think Molly is wrong for addressing it like that. I think she has a point, but the way she addressed it was really wrong. And it's not... It's not that deep the way the way she felt about it, right? Um, so yeah, so we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, people also on these internets, y'all be believing these characters are real. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> weird guys. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's acting. They are acting <laughs> like these are made up characters. Like not real guys. You know, it's fun to get all caught up and blah de blah de, but y'all sometimes be taking it too far. Just too much. There was what people were getting death threats off of the Empire. Oh Jesus. Remember we read, we read some stuff about that. Oh yeah. Talking. What's the name? Um Power. Tyreek. Yes, I'm sorry, long show, forgive me, it's power. Um, so yeah, like I'm like, y'all be doing too too much. We y'all yeah television. It is a great show, but these people are not real. They're not real people. (laughs) Just just a reminder. Mm -mm. So yeah, y'all need to chill out. And Prentice, Prentice Penny, who is the showrunner for Insecure, he had a lot to say mm-hmm. about y'all foolishness. And he was just um, basically defending the Molly character and saying mm-hmm. that y'all need to see. I said, notice how I said Molly character because this character. <laughs> um, so he was defending the Molly character and he said that the, the fandom hate towards Molly is unnecessary yeah. because that's not how we think about her in the writer's room. So in the writer's room, they love Molly yeah. apparently. So, um, and then he highlighted all the good things that Molly did for Issa while Issa was doing shadily things to Molly. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know where you can read all of his quotes. Um, I guess he did an interview with the TV guide. So if you're interested to hear the showrunner for Insecure talk about how y'all need to stop tripping on Molly, mm-hmm. um, just look up Princess Penny interview with the TV guide about Molly. So, uh, yeah. And that brings us to the end of our yes. new stories. Hoo, hoo, hoo. A lot has happened, child. Yes. Yes. So we're caught up for now. Hopefully we'll get more news that you know, we can safely go back to work and have more productions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so then we're going to stay up on the news. We're going to stay, you know, hopefully um, encouraged during this time. Yes, for real. You know, stay safe and stay healthy and um, continue to do what we need to do, whether it's, you know, joining a Ben, or excuse me, applying for Ben, uh, Corey Jones's virtual, yes. you know, workshop. Um, or just continuing to write, work on our stuff, or taking a break, you know, whatever yeah. you do, you know, getting your chakras aligned, having your mm-hmm. time with the Lord, whatever you do. Yeah. Um, yeah, do what you need to do. Continue to do whatever it is that you do, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could say this is going to be over soon, but I don't yeah. think it is, yeah. to be honest. So just continue to get yourselves right and keep yourselves right. And that's all we can do, child. That's all we can do. Amen. And with that, we have reached the end of the episode. Y'all go ahead and follow us on the socials, Tinseltown T. I think I will make a... Ooh, there go the dogs, y'all. Yes! I love child. <laughs> so I will make a... Ooh! <laughs> now. So, 
I will make a post about Ben Corey Jones's um, program. Okay, cool. Um, so that, you know, you guys can get a little bit more about it and I'll tag him in it. And I believe he has Instagram for the program and I will tag both of those. So you guys can, you know, do a little digging if you want to know about more who about more about who he is and the program. So yeah, look out for that. Yay! All right, y'all. We at the end. Have a great uh, week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Do what you need to do. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.